Mountaineer Nation. Let's ride. Welcome back to the Dub V 411. We are your hosts, Lauren Taylor and Maddie Harris. And welcome back, Mountaineers. Happy New Year. Happy new semester. We're so excited to be back, aren't we, Maddie? It felt so good to say let's ride again. I, I know. just like smile lit up my face. I was literally looking forward to filming all day. Mm-hmm. It so. felt so weird. We went a whole month without filming. I know, but fear not because we're back for the Better rest of the semester. Ever. So and we have we have a lot for you today. It's very much so a jam-packed podcast. Yeah, get ready for some news. We have lots of hefty news stories to talk about. Exactly. So, Maddie, you just want to jump right into it? Yeah, let's go. So, my first story, I saw it in the newspaper, and I hadn't heard about this before I read the newspaper, but WVU is expanding their access to Narcan on campus, which, if you don't know what Narcan is, it's a life-saving medication. So, in Oakland, an RA used this life-saving medication to stabilize a student last month so basically the RA was off duty and she saw a student living in her resident hall that was showing signs of a possible overdose so she had Narcan thankfully and it is a life-saving medication that can rapidly reverse an opioid overdose for a short period of time so and the cool thing about this is that it'll save the life of somebody who is potentially overdosing but if they're not overdosing it can't hurt you so literally if you take it and you're not overdosing it's not going to do anything to hurt you so this resident they were drifting in and out of consciousness when the ra found them after they said they claimed they had drank a lot and took some various drugs but after taking the narcan when upd and ems arrived the student was stable and they were able to walk themselves to the ambulance which i think is crazy after someone who's drifting in and out of consciousness after taking a medication and they can walk themselves to the ambulance so i think it's really important that everybody learns about what narcan is because i know there's definitely a lot of people out there who don't know what it is oh for sure but i think it's really important that we have easy access to it you know living in a college town like you never know what's going to happen we've all seen scary stuff while we've been here and i've heard online Lauren, I don't know if you've heard this, but CVS and other drugstores, like they sell it for free. Like I have also been hearing that. They'll give it out for mm-hmm. free because you don't even have to pay for it and people just want people to have it. And because it because of the fact that like it won't hurt anyone if right. they're not overdosing, I feel like it's just so much more It important. doesn't affect you. Exactly. Like if we took it right now, it wouldn't do anything. And when I was writing this in, I realized that one day I was in Lauren's dorm and I saw something taped on the wall in her kitchen in Seneca and she, she has Narcan in her dorm. So she is a step ahead of everybody who doesn't have it for... I think that they were giving it out out front of the mountain lair oh, um, really? last semester yeah i'm pretty sure because my roommate brought it home and she was like i got us narcan and i was like oh okay i mean right. it's great to have so yeah, I, I mean just in good. case like we kind of have it in our room for anybody who would need it like right. on our floor or yes. in the dorm i'm sure the ras have it down at the front desk i would hope so. but you never know and i thought of it as a preventative measure right so i was like you know what we'll keep it right in the front kitchen everyone can see it everyone if anyone needs it. it yeah what is it is it like I don't know. Is it like a pill or is it like... It's nose spray. Okay. Yeah. So it's a nasal spray and I have not taken the course on how to use it. I know that WVU has courses for it all the time, like on how to use Narcan. Yeah. I haven't, but um, we do have it if God forbid we would literally ever need it. Right. That's good. But yeah, I think it's good that, you know, they're bringing awareness to it and that 
it is something that people should definitely know about. No, for sure. Make sure that you're looking into it. Like you really just never know. And like Maddie said, living in a college town, it's just always better to be prepared. Right. I mean, you could save somebody's life with it. So yes. But moving on, um, our very own Chopped Chef visited WVU to launch the new dining station this past week. So dozens of students lined up to meet celebrity chef Aaron Sanchez on Tuesday during his visit to campus to promote a new culinary partnership with WVU Dining Services. The partnership was first announced in November and we did we did talk about this before because we, we were both really hyped maybe about, a couple times we made it i think so about it because you know the dining hall having good food is just always something always to celebrate. it's always celebrated but the partnership was first announced in november and it features a new food station at cafe evansdale called adobo cantina which is located by the grilling area and in the new station it will feature mexican dishes and it will function the same as the dining hall's other stations equaling to one meal swipe per visit Sanchez said that the Mexican food station will begin with a few menu staples, but he hopes to later introduce new dishes. Ultimately, he hopes that the partnership will expand beyond Cafe Evansdale and allow him to reach other parts of the university, which I know that my downtown girls and guys are just, they got to be excited about this because I am. I'm excited too. And I have classes in Evansdale this semester, Mm -hmm. so now I have like reason to be up there. I saw people posting on Instagram pictures with Aaron I was Sanchez. totally in class. I was, And I was just in Evansdale. I was really? so upset. I was yeah. like, no, I literally missed pro chef Aaron Ch- Sanchez in Evansdale Cafe. I know. I think that's crazy that he came here. Like, that's so cool. Me too. But all I have to say is that I always thought that the um, uh, dining hall tacos like were one of the higher tier items. Lauren and I would get so excited after our lecture. We would stop in the dining hall and they'd have tacos. So, like, I can only imagine these tacos. I bet right. they're so good. Thank I you, Aaron Sanchez. Yeah. From the bottom of my heart. <laughs> so, for our next news story, this was a story that... They put out in the DA, I think it was in August, and I just saw the other day that they updated the story because they put it in the paper for this week. And it's about the blue light system at WVU, which I'm sure many of you know that a lot of the blue lights around campus do not work. They have caution tape around them. I think the lights still light up, but you can't press the button. They don't do anything. Mm -hmm. I know from honors to life sciences to brooks like none of those lights work yeah and if you look closely like if you actually go up they have like an out of order sign yeah. on it so but you really can't see that until you're right, very until close you're trying to, it. to yeah. use it so it's been like that since welcome week school officials said that repairs could take months they've been broken since moving day we've been talking about it for forever so the da investigated across morgantown's campus most of the blue lights were wrapped in caution tape had missing parts broken lights so Last fall, the DA reported a similar issue, noticing that the blue lights are out of service. However, the university said they had no plans to discontinue the system. They knew that they needed repairs and they were going to have the university police doing monthly inspections. So an executive director of communications confirmed Monday that over half of the 30 blue lights on campus were either in need of repair or unable to be used. And repairing units have been difficult to find due to supply chain issues by the pandemic. UPD is in the process of replacing the caution tape on the lights with signage directing students to call 911 as well as use the LiveSafe app. So basically, they haven't been fixing them. They've just been directing students to download the mobile app to use instead. It came out in 2014 and basically they just want students to download the app instead because they know the lights don't work. And the university is working with student groups to determine in the future whether the blue lights should still be a resource on campus. So the new news is that they're talking about getting rid of the lights completely. There's currently 14,000 
users at WVU that have the app and WVU has about 30,000 students so if you think of it big picture less than half the students here have the app mm -hmm. so I think that if they got rid of the blue lights half the students would not I mean you know obviously they could just go and download the app but I'm thinking about it like if you're out at night there's an emergency you have to reach in your pocket grab out your phone you know unlock it go to the app find the right button when you know if the lights were working you could just press the button on the light I also feel like the uncertainty of the lights is like kind of just worse than it being like either they work or they don't either we're right. using them or we're not because we don't know as if a student ever like use them we, again. yeah I was never t like told like I mean I'm sure I was maybe at the beginning of the year to download the live safe app but if right. people still think that the blue lights are working it's just gonna they're not gonna download it you know so right I definitely think that a conclusion would be very helpful to the student body in this case right as well as like the safety of students right they also said in here it said since 2019 there have been fewer than 10 legitimate emergencies that were communicated through the emergency call system so like yes they haven't been used often but i don't think you can use that as a justification to get rid of it because you never know what's going to happen and also the pandemic right like they people weren't on that, campus for a long time right they so. said that people hadn't been using it after yeah. the pandemic well people weren't here people weren't going out and doing things yeah, so so i don't know what they're gonna do but the fact that they're speculating getting rid of it just does not feel right with me but we will definitely continue to watch the story very closely yes but um in other news a former fraternity member accused of sexual assault faces a felony charge and pleads not guilty we did speak um very briefly about this before christmas so this is just kind of an update on that yeah a former member of pi lambda phi fraternity who was accused of sexual assault and battery in a civil complaint last month is now facing a felony charge of second degree sexual assault the charge filed by a Morgantown police officer last month alleges that 22-year-old Joseph McMaster sexually assaulted a WVU student after buying and serving her drinks at a private event held by the fraternity in December of 2021. A criminal warrant was issued for McMaster on December 7th, roughly a year after the alleged offense took place. He has since pleaded not guilty to the charge according to court records. The former fraternity member is also the defendant in a civil complaint filed last month by the same student referenced in the criminal charge. McMaster has responded to the civil complaint denying all allegations of criminal conduct. So that's the update that we have for you guys on that. But now we're just going to go ahead and get right into some sports. Yes, so we're talking about WVU men's basketball, of course. They played Baylor last night, Wednesday. They took on a tough loss and they made our current overall record 10-6. to It was a big game for us because we were looking at our first Big 12 win and hosting former Mountaineer Jalen Bridges. The final score was 83-78 and it was making it our fourth loss in a row in conference play, which... I, I feel was, like I was the, really holding out for last night. At the beginning, we were talking very highly about basketball. We were so excited. They were winning. And I got to say, I haven't been keeping up to date with the past couple basketball games because, you know, we were home. We were just getting back into the routine of school. So I haven't seen a lot of the games, but I, I'm a little shocked that we're not doing super hot. But I thought that the Baylor game was going to be the one for us. I don't know. I mm -hmm. thought we were going to have a lot of momentum with Jalen Bridges, like coming right. back to Morgantown. Yeah. I mean, we did like we kept up pretty much the whole game. I mean, 83 to 78 is not like a terrible loss, no, but it's, it's still a loss. Yeah, it's yeah. still a loss. So yeah. 
The Mountaineers are next set to take on the Oklahoma Sooners this Saturday at noon. The Sooners' current record is 10-6, and and they are coming off of a close loss to Kansas. And WVU's record is currently 10-6, and and they are also coming off of a loss against Baylor. So, so that's, th- like, even. Very even matchup. Um, I'm excited to see it. A noon game on Saturday, like, that's great. I love just perfect timing, curling honestly. up, watching a game mm-hmm. with my roommates. Yeah. I'm very much looking forward to it. And once again, our Mountaineers will be back in action on Wednesday, January 18th, where they will be taking on TCU at our very own Coliseum. Tip-off for that game is going to be at 7 o'clock p.m. So make sure you're watching WVU men's basketball, keeping up with it. But that's all that we have for sports this week. Yeah, hopefully moving on. they can. Hopefully the Mountaineers can bring it back by the time we talk next week. Hopefully, <laughs> yes. But moving on to some arts and entertainment. Yes. So I found this in the newspaper as well. Um, we, Lauren and I have a friend who's on the dance team, but they are doing a peace of mind performance. It is at the beginning of February, but I just wanted to say this now because I'm sure that tickets for this are probably going to start selling out with friends and family wanting to go see it. So I just wanted to put it out now so you can think about it but it will be performed at the school of theater and dance's annual concert called dance now at the metropolitan theater on february 2nd and 3rd at 7 30 p.m and on february 5th at 2 p.m so wvu's annual dance concert gives audiences the opportunity to experience a wide variety of dance styles in an eclectic and electric evening of choreography a mix of student faculty and guest choreographers join forces to bring the best of dance to the college of creative arts so tickets will be available online for $20 if you type in cal.wvu.edu slash event slash dance underscore now. I'm sure if you don't remember that, you can just look it up. Yeah. But yeah, I figured this would be a really fun event to attend. I'm definitely going to try to buy tickets because I haven't seen... I saw the dance team. They did like a halftime show at the basketball game, but that's all I've seen from them. And I thought their halftime show was really good. So I would really like to see more no, yeah, of what they sure. do. Yeah. I was a former dancer. So anything yes, dance, like I, I forgot that. Yeah. I do love. I love watching people dance like I think it's so fun yeah but um that's all we have for arts and entertainment this week you know everyone's getting back into the swing right. of things There's it'll pick up you know going on yet and especially we have off on Monday exactly so yeah one less day but for activities, one thing I'm sure everybody has seen in the mountain lair when you walk in, they're selling all the posters, the big ones, littler ones, they have tapestries. And so today, when you're listening to us on Friday, today's the last day for the art and poster sale in the lair. They have artists, TV show, movie posters. I went in, I got one for Kid Cudi, like the new album that I've been listening to. It fits perfectly on my wall. Mm-hmm. It was like $14. I mean, they have so much variety. I could stand in there for hours flipping through all of them. So if that's something you're interested for your room to give it a little glow up for the next semester i would check that out today because it's your last chance and there are literally so many different posters yeah like especially at the beginning of the week i was like oh my gosh there was just the, the options were never ending yeah but moving on, there is an MLK Day Breakfast being held on Monday, January 16th from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. in the Mountaineer Ballroom. It's a breakfast in honor of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday and the opportunity to hear author and journalist Eric Egan speak. This is sponsored by the Center for Black Culture and Research. So if you're not busy Monday morning, go ahead and stop by, you know. Right, go get some breakfast. Exactly. Like, we have the day off. You might as well. Right. And then our last event that we're going to be talking about. This one about, is so cute. I know. I need to go. I've been saying I'm going to go to these and then I haven't got around to it. But they're doing a yappy hour at the REC, the WVU Division of Diversity, Equity and Inclusion's January Yappy Hour is from 1 to 3 p.m. on Tuesday the 17th. Spend time with 
dogs, if you didn't know. Yeah, you didn't get dogs. The, yeah, right. you didn't get the joke. <laughs> so apparently our old friend Ryder the dog is going to be there and there's a new dog and her name is Daisy. So you get to go meet the new dog. I think from the picture Ryder is a golden retriever and I do not know if I saw a picture of Daisy on there, but it's free and you get to go pet dogs and play with dogs and i miss my dog so much i know my parents are going to be listening to this and i just want to say that the way i miss my dog is insane so honestly any way for me to get like some puppy love i'm so for it like even when people are walking their dogs on campus oh i know we'll be walking and lauren will pull over on the road she'll be like can i pet your dog please like do you care (laughs) (laughs) i'm so deprived like i just want to pet dogs and i mean just having animals around like boosts your mood like so much yeah there's so much literally just seeing an animal like makes you smile exactly but that is all we have for you this week so uh, we have a few reminders um you know monday is mlk day we don't have any classes don't get up for class because cancel those alarms right turn them off and today is also the last day for students to add or drop classes so if you're listening to this on friday and you have to add or drop a class you better get better make your decision now or be happy with what you got exactly (laughs) but make sure you're keeping up with the da u92 and make sure you follow us on instagram at dubv411 we've been doing really good lately we've we have been getting been, posts out yeah. like we've been keeping up with it so there's no excuse anymore nope. you have to follow it but we're here every friday on any podcast streaming platforms for your guys's listening pleasure mm-hmm. and we're gonna end it off with a little let's go mountaineers